If you want daily Elon Musk news and updates, please take a second and subscribe on whatever podcast platform you're on right now because we bring it to you every single day. Thank you so much. Now let's get into some Elon news here at the Elon Musk podcast. Tesla CEO Elon Musk has identified Chinese companies as the biggest challenger to his electric car giant during a recent earnings call. And despite the company reporting record revenue, investors have been worried about Musk spreading himself too thin with the acquisition of Twitter and his legal issues. The electric vehicle industry in China is booming, with the market accounting for two-thirds of EV demand last year. And Chinese car maker BYD, which is backed by Warren Buffett, raced past Tesla in electric car sales in China last year. Now, Tesla has been losing ground in China, and China makes up about 40% of Tesla's sales. Demand for EVs in China is huge, with a record 6 million electric vehicles being sold in China last year, accounting for over a quarter of new vehicle sales. Chinese electric car companies are rising to meet demand, with around 300 EV manufacturing companies operating in China last year. And the Chinese government has invested heavily in the industry over the past decade, with over 4 million charging stations spread throughout the country's provinces, three times as many as the entire U.S. EV subsidies were initially intended for electric cars to reach price parity with combustion engine vehicles, and the sector has matured and diversified in the decades since they were first implemented. Subsidies for consumers were scaled back in 2021, and scrapped on January 1st of 2023. But some tax exemptions remain in place, while industry analysts have forecasted that the industry will become more market than policy-driven in the coming years. Musk has praised Chinese automakers in the past, calling them the most competitive in the world, while adding that Chinese electric car makers boast advanced software designs that could, quote, shape the future of the automobile industry. However, they also represent an enormous threat to Tesla's waning power as demand for its vehicles softens in China. Now, Tesla has lowered car prices in China twice in the past few months, once the Chinese government removed its EV subsidies to prop up sales amid slowing demand. And the company has since cut prices in the U.S. and other markets too. Now, despite the increased competition from China's domestic automakers, Elon Musk is optimistic about Tesla's future suggesting during the earnings call that the price cuts seemed to have worked. Given Tesla's record profits last quarter and adding that the outlook for demand in the year ahead was optimistic, despite, quote, probably a contradiction in the automotive market as a whole. And Bloomberg NEF analysis forecasted Tesla sales to grow by 40% in 2023, while its in-demand Model Y car could become the best-selling EV in the world and even break into the top three cars of any type globally. However, increased competition from China's domestic automakers might make it more difficult for Tesla to maintain its dominant position in the global electric vehicle market. Elon Musk also highlighted the continued growth of Tesla's own EV sales and stated that the company has been seeing record revenue in the first few weeks of January. He attributed this success to recent price cuts worldwide and stated that demand for Tesla's EVs is stronger than ever. However, the Chinese EV market is rapidly growing and represents a significant challenge to Tesla. Despite the challenges, Musk remains confident in Tesla's ability to compete in the Chinese market, 
He stated that the company is working hard to improve its supply chain and production capabilities in China, and that he believes Tesla's advanced software designs will give it a competitive edge over Chinese manufacturers. While the competition from Chinese EV manufacturers is certainly a challenge for Tesla, the company's strong financial performance and continued growth in EV demand suggests that it's well-positioned to compete in the global EV market. As the industry continues to evolve and EV technology improves, it will be interesting to see how Tesla and other manufacturers adapt and compete in the years to come. Now, Musk also mentioned that Tesla is working on developing more advanced and innovative EV technologies such as self-driving cars and battery storage systems, which he believes will give the company a significant advantage over its competitors. Furthermore, he also mentioned that the company has been working on developing its own battery technology, which he believes will be able to achieve high energy density and longer battery life than current EV batteries. Now, the EV market is rapidly evolving and becoming increasingly competitive, with Chinese manufacturers representing a significant challenge for Tesla in the future. Now, despite this, Tesla's strong financial performance and continued growth in EV demand suggests that the company is well-positioned to compete in the global EV market. With the company's focus on developing more advanced and innovative EV technologies, it's likely that Tesla will continue to be a major player in the EV industry in the years to come. This is the 214th episode of the Elon Musk podcast, and I want to say thank you to everybody who's been supporting the show since day one. Everybody has been amazing, and the community is growing rapidly. So please, if you want to join the community, hit the subscribe button on whatever podcast platform that you're on, and we're going to continue reporting on everything Elon Musk in the future for you. Tesla and SpaceX CEO Elon Musk has seen a significant increase in his net worth as his fortune soared by $10.6 billion to $145.2 billion since he testified in court on Friday. And according to Bloomberg Billionaires Index, this marks the largest two-day gain since November. The surge in Musk's wealth comes after he was sued by Tesla shareholders for a tweet he posted in 2018, where he claimed to have, quote, funding secured to take the company private at $420 per share. However, the deal never happened, and investors are now suing Musk for billions of dollars in damages. In court, Musk defended this tweet, stating that it was not a joke and that he believed he had secured funding from Saudi Arabia's investment fund. He also claimed that a major Saudi Arabian investor backed out of the deal and blamed them for, quote, backpedaling and, quote, ass-covering. Musk also testified that he planned on selling SpaceX stock to take Tesla private when he posted the tweet. SpaceX stock alone meant, quote, funding secured by itself, he said. This recent increase in wealth almost makes up for Musk's loss of $13 billion in 2023. In 2022, he became the first and only person in history to lose $200 billion from their net worth. Now, much of Musk's wealth is tied up in Tesla shares, which had a difficult year in 22, falling almost 70% as investors questioned Musk's commitment to the company following his $44 billion Twitter buyout. His net worth has now fallen about $195 billion from its peak, according to Bloomberg. Okay, some quick news about Starship before we leave here for today. So on Monday, January 30th, Tuesday, January 31st, and Wednesday, February 1st, 2023, it looks like Booster 7 will be doing some testing before the static fire of 33 Raptor 2 engines. 
Now, recently, they removed Ship 24 from the top of Booster 7, and they moved it back to the Rocket Garden at Starbase Production Facility. Now, if you're not familiar with the Rocket Garden is, it's basically a place where they can put spare rockets or older rockets to display for the public. You can walk down the road and get probably about 40 feet away from these rockets. It's a massive, massive, awesome thing. If you've never been there in real life, take some time and please go check it out if you're in the Texas area. It's an amazing thing to see. Now, what they're going to be doing with this static fire of 33 Raptor 2 engines, this is going to be an immense challenge. And what I think is going to happen with the, in the next week or two is that they're going to go through all of the propulsion systems for the rocket itself, for the booster. They're going to check every single rocket engine out before they do the static fire. And they may do a, a smaller static fire to test some of the engines before the 33 engine static fire to test out some of the systems. But I think there's a possibility that they just go for it because they've had an 11 engine static fire and a 14 engine static fire. And there's sort of a, there's sort of an in-between, like a 26 or something like that. But I think what they're going to do is they're going to go full out 33 engine static fire. But also between 8 a.m. and 8 p.m. on Monday and Tuesday, they may be transporting something for the water deluge system. So the water deluge system for the Starbase facility is a way for them to quiet down, basically, this rocket blast that's going to happen down there. And it, the water, if you've ever seen a rocket launch, all of the smoke plume from underneath the rocket isn't quite smoke. It's more, more vapor than anything because the rocket engines hit a billion gallons, possibly, you know, a million to a billion gallons of water anywhere in between there. And it basically calms down the engines and stops them from rattling the whole system and shaking everything loose. But also it deters the, the rocket engines from burning up the ground and the, the ground systems around the rocket launch area. Now, if you've never seen the Starship fully stacked, I suggest you check out SpaceX's Twitter account at SpaceX because they have some beautiful photos of it. Just scroll back a couple days, you'll see them. And you'll see this fully stacked starship. It's 395 feet tall, about five, 400 feet tall. The ship on top is about 150 feet tall. The booster down below is 250 feet tall. And the booster alone by itself is a massive thing. With 33 Raptor engines, it's the most powerful rocket that's ever been built and will ever be built for a very long time. So this is going to do some damage to the surrounding area and SpaceX has to make sure that this water deluge system is in place before they actually do the launch. So I believe this 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. road closure could be to transport some hardware that they're getting from Florida to the Boca Chica Beach area and the Starbase area because the trucks come into the Port of Brownsville and they have a road, a little side road that ends up on Highway 4. And they have to move these pretty, pretty big amount of pipes and tanks down to the Starbase area. So they have to close down that whole road at some time so they can move those things through. So they have to make sure that the public's safe and that the workers are safe. So they have a 12-hour window to work with to move those things into place. And once they move those things into place, the, the, the road closure will be lifted. So I believe that's what they're going to be doing over the next few days. And if they can't get it done Monday, they'll do it Tuesday. And if they can't get it done Tuesday, they'll do it Wednesday. 
but I, I believe they're going to do them all on one day and hopefully they'll get them through on Monday and these alternative dates for Tuesday and Wednesday, they won't need them. So the next Starbase update, well, I'll let you know when we get more information about it, but I'll be covering it as soon as I get something from the Starbase facility. I have some friends down there. I used to live down there. So I'm going to try to get some insider information for you. And if you want to help out the show even more than you already have by listening to this episode, go to patreon.com slash stage zero and check us out. This is where I'm going to start post ad-free versions of the podcast. So this one that you're listening to right now, it'll be up and ad-free on that platform. So please take a second, subscribe to the show, and I will see you in the next episode. Take care, everybody.